episode of Live on uh, Real Estate coming at you. Patrick Ali hanging out. Uh, CP hanging out with us. Yeah. Morning. And, well, let me ex- – you said I want to get a talk box. What does that mean? Uh, a talk box is a pedal. It's an mm-hmm. effects pedal. Yeah, yeah. And um, it actually was used, you know, a lot in the early days of, uh, of rock and roll. Um, but what it actually does is it has like a tube mm-hmm. that goes up to your mouth, and it allows you to kind of mouth out – sounds and makes your guitar talk like you may have heard like peter frampton's yep, you yep. know do you feel like i do type thing mm-hmm. uh and they're pretty cool i might get one no, how much are these things it. uh i don't know about 170 bucks so if you refinance take a little cash out yeah you that's buy probably one? what i'll do because <laughs> rates are down <laughs> rates are down well we're gonna talk about that today and i want to kind of stick around today i want to stick a little bit uh, more to the topic of refinance i think that we've been talking about purchase a lot and listen purchase season is uh is really really good right now and a lot of people are buying homes a lot a lot of first time home buyers um and i think we've kind of hammered that quite a bit over the last couple of weeks so let's talk about refinances today yeah but first off how you doing i'm good man i am great it's good we got we have a new addition to the uh to the room so normally jess is hanging out with us uh every week keeping us in line keeping us structured and now we have uh, our very own shannon just hanging out what's up <laughs> just here for funsies. She's drawing, coloring pictures. That's great. Yeah, good, good Shannon deal. Goes by merit, merit, now, or as you as you say when you're upset with her, merit. Right. That's good. Yeah, that's good. So, um, you know, we've been talking a lot about purchase season, and I think just to kind of recap the last few weeks is that um, we purchase season is definitely upon us. I think a lot of people right now we're seeing a lot of traction out there in the world. Um, a lot, a lot of first time home buyers. Is what I'm noticing. Definitely, definitely, definitely. A lot of people kind of, you know, poking their head up, saying, "Hey, what what's this all about?" There's there's really no reason that that I need to continue to rent. Yeah. Um, you know, I want to look into buying a home. I want to look into getting pre-approved for a home, and that's been dominating, you know, the airwaves. But uh, but also a lot of what we're doing in here each day for sure. So. Yeah. And what do you think? What do you think? Like the biggest proponent of people deciding now that they want to buy versus rent? I mean, I. I I know what we tell everybody is that you're wasting money. You, know, you, right. can, you can basically today, and if you're going to Royal Oak, I think the average rent price, and this is just me throwing stuff out there, but it's probably anywhere from like twelve to fifteen hundred a month. I would bet at least, yeah. And the average mortgage, especially for a first time home buyer, um, that's buying in like you know maybe the two hundred. 180 to maybe 220, 250 range is probably right around there as well. Yeah, 12, 1300 bucks. I yeah. bet. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, I mean, uh, aside from that, what do you think the biggest proponent? Do you think just people are are starting to get to a point where they want they want to own something, or they? I think that you know, over over time, it, we've been in a market where home values have been appreciating pretty steadily for the past what five, six, seven years. Yeah. Um, and I think that eventually enough people hear about that. You know, you hear yeah. a market's good, home prices are up, da 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 da, and, and it's just sort of like people want to get in on that game. You know, yeah. granted, those getting in right now could be you know a little late in the game, but yeah, you know, who knows? You know, well, I don't think so. I don't think time. so. I think I honestly, if I were to sell my house, I thought about this the other day, and I know it's kind of weird to think of wintertime as opposed to summer or spring, but if I were to sell my house today, or I mean, if I were to sell my house, make the decision, I for whatever reason in my head, I want to move in the wintertime. And I guess I want to move in the wintertime because I feel like people are more – the people that are buying homes in the winter, they're buying a house, and there's there's nothing that's holding them back. Like, they want them – I feel like there's more of a motivation to move when it's 
super cold outside than yeah. when it's like nice, warm, and you know, and you can kind of do your shopping, I guess. And well, I think it's less chaotic yeah. in some ways. Um, I we moved. I moved in the winter once. Um, <laughs> our second home. And I remember walking up the new driveway carrying stuff. You know, it was snowing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was like snow, a few inches of snow on the ground during the move. There was so no injuries, though, right? No, there were no injuries. Good. I feel like no it'd injuries. be even better if you move in the snow. I would like wet the driveway and then just take all the boxes and just push them up the ice. Yeah, right. I'm just thinking. I'm just down. thinking about being efficient. Right. You know. Yeah, it's whatever. It's Get one, your spikes on. Take. But you know, a lot of people talk about, and I think that we have a conversation a lot about this is about interest rates and where they go. And we have this kind of the same conversation of interest rates go up and down and up and down. And and I think that interest rates play two proponents. And you, I think you and I, you and I kind of have a little bit of an opposition on this. But a lot of it is like you know when you look at lower interest rates for me. I look at the opportunity to, you know, whether it's to afford more home or have a little bit cheaper payment. Um, I mean, what are what are your opinions? I know that you kind of differ. You you don't really see it that way. No, well, I mean, it's not that I don't see it that way. It's just that I think the hyper focus and hyper attention that get put on interest rates is is a little bit misguided. Yeah. You know, I think that. And it's weird because we're some of the ones guiding it, right? You right. Know, we can be advertising and shouting from the rooftops when rates go down about you know how right. awesome it is, and it is. And that, you know, it, it's I don't know what what I'm saying here is going to come across a little bit, you know, talking out of both sides of my mouth. But you know, the difference between a rate at four and a half and four and a quarter, yeah, is like even for even if you have a really huge mortgage, if you you yeah. know if you've got three, four, five, six hundred thousand dollar mortgage. It's not that big a deal. It really isn't, yeah. you know. Um, and for those of us that have just, you know, the, the standard peasants of the world that, you know, oh, whatever <laughs> on their on their home, chalk me up. You know, I, you're talking ten or twenty bucks. And the reality is, how many times? I guess what makes me feel this way is how many times when you talk to somebody and you ask them if they're talking about refinancing, do they not even a know what their rate is, mm-hmm. and they don't, ne- and they don't even know what their payment is. That's true. You know, and meanwhile, we're able to. But as soon as we introduce the fact that we can save them seventy-five bucks a month, a hundred bucks a month, whatever the case may be, then all of a sudden you, there's this hyper focus and hyper attention on mm-hmm. the fact that, well, can't we go a little better? Can't we go a little lower? Like right. you didn't even know what your rate was. You didn't even know what your payment was. You don't know anything until yeah. now. All of a sudden, I can tell you this, and now all of a sudden, yeah. it's a big deal. It's like, well, I think you know, I think that society plays a lot or plays into that quite a bit, and and what we see in the news and what we see in media and what we see in social and all this stuff is about um, there is there's a hyper focus, but I think a lot of it is is like if I talk to my you know my parents, my wife's parents when they bought houses, you know their big their biggest focus is interest rates because a lot of them bought houses when interest yeah, rates were at eleven really percent, and but they don't have any idea. Right. I mean, they have absolutely no clue of what interest rates are today, and right. it's kind of funny. I had a, a actually my cousin right is is in process with us right now. Closed on Friday. We got this thing done in like eight days. Wow. It's killer, killer loan. And um, you know he was looking to simply take some cash out of his house because the dude likes to go to Poland every couple of years. I don't know hmm. why he's not even Polish, but he looks like uh, he looks like a Hispanic Adam Sandler. If wow. when you you'll see him on Friday. But anyways, That's he likes to go to Poland. That's turn his thing. that I just was not expecting here. In this <laughs> right, story. Right, right. So anyways, um, he likes to go to Poland. So he wanted to take some cash out. And and funny thing is, is we were able to lower his interest rate a half a percent right. from when he bought. And he just bought last year, right? About a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. And so I think that the focus is it comes from 
what you know not or what you knew, not necessarily what you know now. Um, and I think a lot of that does play into the media. I mean, how many times do we hear, you know, on the news, not, hey, yeah, you can buy a house for a lower interest rate and have a lower monthly payment, or now people can afford more. No, it's always interest rates are at an all-time low. Well, when right. people hear that stuff, they want to know, well, what does that mean? Right. You know, and right. then when you when you try to have this conversation of like, okay, at an all-time low could be that interest rates are at a four and a half yesterday, and today they're at a four three seven five. Yeah, right. You right. know what but I'm you're, saying? You're exactly right about people that that got into mortgages last. I would say what summer through the fall into six to the, eight months yeah, yeah. into the winter. They experienced a time right there where interest rates were probably at their highest levels yeah. that they've been at in the past. Shoot, God, I don't even know. Four eight seven five to probably yeah. five and a half. Yeah, I mean, I we haven't seen. The, yeah, we haven't seen that kind of uh, environment, and we saw it then. And we are definitely talking to a lot of our clients um, that you know can get back into something in the mid fours yeah. at least. So yeah, no, there's definitely opportunities. That's why I'm saying I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because of. In one sense, right. I'm saying, you know, the rate really doesn't matter. But in the other sense, it, it does, obviously. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Well, and the funny thing is uh, with a lot of these folks that are refinancing now, especially as you get closer to, like, December mm-hmm. or you get closer to, like, July and August when, you know, taxes are coming right. due, a lot of folks yep. are doing um, just simple rate and term refinances to lower their payment. But I think a lot of folks out there, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to focus on refinance today, is I don't think a lot of people understand what incidental cash back is. Right. And I don't think that a lot of folks understand about skipping a month payment, getting an escrow refund check, and what that really means for you. Um, and, and so, like, that's something that I think is super important, right? Because when you refinance, obviously the goal of a refinance is never to say, okay, keep me in the same rate and the same payment, and I just want to give you – you know, I just want to pay right. cost for it, right? Right, right? I think that the goal is always either to save money monthly, you're looking to maybe get some cash out to go to Poland, right. or you're looking to uh, shorten your term and pay, you know, on your house a little bit, a little bit shorter. Yeah, that's a great point. And that's something that, you know, I think we should talk about all those things real quick and kind of touch on. Yeah. Um, the thing that you just said last is what I was thinking about, because I'm, I'm talking to a lot of clients right now who you know, we're able to take their interest rate down, maybe it's a half to three quarters of a percent. Yeah. And that is typically not your like, holy shit, I just saved a ton of money, you know, <laughs> right. refinance. Right, That's right. like your, okay, well, this is nice. Yeah. You know, I just dropped my payment maybe a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, and to some people that doesn't necessarily excite them. They, right. You know, they think about this is going to be a pain. I don't know if I want to do all this. Yeah, a right. hundred bucks is nice, but, you know, I don't know. So... What we do, that was one calling me right there. That's this good. I just said, hey, I need to lower my payment 100 bucks." I love it. <laughs> um, what, we, what, what I talk to a lot of my clients about and what a lot of them have been doing is they go through the refinance and then we show them, just keep making your same payment. Yeah. You know, take yeah. advantage of a lower interest rate, but don't change your monthly situation. Right. You are comfortable. You've been paying X amount of dollars a month. Continue to pay. Right. It. And what we're going to do is take you from 29 and a half years that you've got left, because we did this loan six months 25, ago, yeah. down to like 25 years. Right. And you haven't changed a thing. Yeah. And you look at what that does to your equity position and how much money is going to principal um, versus the current loan that you're in. Yeah. You're accelerating the payoff. It's, you know, it's a really, really, that's, I always tell clients, there's more than one way to save money. You know, there's a right. hundred bucks in your pocket, but then. There's Life the, of the loan. Yeah, there's your five, six years from now when you're looking at selling the house. Look what you owe if you do nothing. 
versus look what you owe if you do this refinance and right. you haven't paid any more money out of pocket. You didn't change anything right. about your about your lifestyle. You well, just that's, keep going. That's the first question that I ask. I, I ask everybody when we're on the phone and we're talking about refinancing is like when we talk about the payment, you know, most people know how much they pay. Right. Right. But it's not necessarily how much their mortgage payment is. You right. know, there's a lot of folks that if your payment is, you know, uh, twelve ninety a month, you're going to pay thirteen hundred because that's just people thinking round numbers. It's like right. going to the gas station and pumping gas. Everybody has the trigger finger when you're on like the 50 and 60. You're like, hey, I could get that up to the next dollar. You know right. what I mean? Right. So I always ask people, what are you paying now? And are you comfortable with that payment? Right. And have you thought about paying more? And, and a lot of folks, you, you'll find that they say, well, you know, I put I put X amount of dollars here and there when I can. And, you know, if you put 100 bucks every two months extra on your mortgage, well, if I can, you know, if your payment's going up $50 a month, we're going to have an actual conversation. If I can lower your term by five, six years right. and save you 50000 over the life of the loan, right. but your payment's only going up 50 bucks, you're doing the exact same thing you're doing now. It's can you budget yourself exactly. and stay diligent with exactly. it? Exactly. And when you look at an actual loan and when you look at a mortgage and you look at that thing that you get in your closing package that no one wants to look at, but right. it's called the amortization schedule, Love it. you see just how front-loaded – a yeah. 30-year mortgage is with interest. I mean, it is brutal. Yeah. First five, ten years, you are paying all interest, no principal. Right. So anything you can do to try to get ahead of that, you know, and even if it's 50 bucks, 100 whatever yeah. it is each month is a huge benefit down yeah. the road. Well, so. we did we did an experiment. So Foz and I uh, in the office, we did a little experiment on interest, and we sent the stuff over to Jess. And, Jess, you might have to correct me on a couple things. I think we used a loan amount of like 200000 at 4.5%. Um, and we, what we wanted to see is how much interest you're going to uh, eliminate within 5, 10, and I think it was 20 years. I think it was 5, 10, and 20 years is what we did. Uh, it was 5, 15, half the loan. There we go. And the life of a loan is mm -hmm. an average yeah. 30 years. So on an average 30-year loan, what we found out is that the first five years, you're paying roughly like 15%, 10 to 15% of the interest, the total interest oh, of the yeah. life of the loan. Jeez, and then at, at like 10 to 15 years, you're paying half of that interest. Right. And so I think a lot of folks don't realize this and they say, well, I just, you know, I just bought my house two years ago. Well, understand that if you're still in that interest, you know, you're really front loaded interest and right. that's really all you're paying into. I feel like that's a better time to refinance than when you get 15, 20 years down oh, the road. Absolutely. And yeah. majority of that interest is already gone. Like, you're you're smooth sailing to the finish line right. at that point. That's exactly right. That's exactly you know, so right. but a lot of people talk about you know, and what I'm finding, and I don't know if you're finding this, after this winter time, more or less or more than last year, I'm finding a lot of folks are like, Well, I want to do some quick renovations in the house or yeah. I want to do some like little yard work and stuff that's very, very small amount of money. And we always get asked the question of, Well, I want to maybe take some cash out of my house mm -hmm. to do it. Um, what conversations do you have with your clients? Well, you brought up the incidental cash yeah. out, right, and the skip payment, and yeah. I think that's something that is definitely worth discussing. Because Huge benefit. Tons of our clients, tons of people don't have miles and miles of equity in their house where it's right. like, hey, I'm going to pull 10, 15 grand out, no problem. You know, keep in mind, refinance guidelines will dictate what percentage of the home's value you can borrow against, right? Yeah. Typically, you can borrow up to 80 in some cases, 85%. Yeah. A lot of people don't have that much equity, especially right. if you just got into the house. But if you've got some small improvements, <clears throat> some things that you want to do, one of the ways to accomplish that, especially in a rate environment where rates might be a little better than what you got right. in at, 
maybe not enough to where, again, where you are wowed at the savings, yeah. but enough to lower your interest rate a little bit. We see a ton of clients who will refinance and get the incidental cash out. The incidental cash out means on a conventional mortgage, you can get up to $2,000 or, or what? Or 1%. It's 2% or 2000 yeah. Right. Uh, of the of the loan amount. Yeah. So if you have a two hundred thousand dollar home, you can get two grand, right? Right. Right. Okay. So two, get, well, it's two grand or two percent, whatever's less. Right. Yeah. So you can get two thousand dollars back mm -hmm. out of the loan without being considered a cash out refinance. So we don't have to follow cash out guidelines. We don't have to worry about the seventy five or eighty or eighty five percent equity position that and you have for, in the and house. And for anybody out there that that doesn't know our side of the business basically that just means that the pricing is not as much as if you were to do cash out because cash out you're paying a little bit more in points than you are going to be in rate or term. you may not be able to get it if you, right. you know if you you may not be able to do a cash out loan if you don't have a lot of equity in right. your house so clients are taking advantage of that we can set the loan up to where you get a little bit of money at the closing table mm -hmm. thousand two thousand whatever the case may be and then as you said you skip a payment right. right which we've talked about before and i know you don't necessarily skip that whole payment right but it's one month that you don't have to pay your one mortgage month that you do not make right. a mortgage payment so right. in some you know we'll just say a guy's got a thousand dollar a month payment yeah that's an additional thousand dollars that's in your pocket yeah and then when we pay off your existing loan if you escrow if you pay your taxes and insurance with your mortgage payment when we pay off that existing loan your current lender will refund your current escrow account that you have with them back to you right after the loan closes in the form of a check right so let's say you got what i don't know another thousand dollars fifteen hundred yeah. bucks in your escrow account unless you live in west bloomfield then right it's, you then know probably more. thirty thousand yeah. but it's fine uh so that money comes back to you after the loan closes right so we've done this little loan where maybe we dropped your payment you know i don't know 30 40 bucks a month or 50 bucks a month or something with it originally you thought that was insignificant and not worth it but mm -hmm. now we've structured the loan where you got a couple thousand back at closing, you skipped a house payment for another thousand, plus you've got fifteen hundred bucks in your escrow account coming right. back. We just give you forty five hundred dollars. Yeah, it just all for and your payment went down by a few bucks. I mean, right. who wouldn't? All for do refinancing. That? Line up, they're lining up. <laughs> Phone lines are open. Well, well right. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that they're just there's. It's super easy to do that, and you know, I find a lot of folks are looking anywhere from <clears throat> five to ten grand. And although, you know, you may not have the equity, just like you said, and although you may not have the equity to take out a full 10 grand, right. you do have, you know, uh, you are in a position, I think, with any with any home, I really find it's rare because $2,000 out of your house, like out of your equity, is such a very minimal shift in like how much equity you have, like yeah, that percentage right. Right. that we have to stay. So majority of people can take that two grand incidental. They can get a skip payment or depending on when we close, sometimes people get to not pay two payments, you know, right. Just That's depends true. on the time that we that close. And then with that escrow refund, yes, you're not getting, you, you might not get all the way to that number, but I would rather take free money, you know, uh, the opportunity for free money, as opposed to having to take out a home equity line of credit for something like 10 grand that. I know and you know that the majority of us in America are lazy and going to make a minimum payment anyway so that we're only making an interest payment for 10 years. And then all of a sudden you come back to me and say, hey, I got to wrap up the rest of this money into my house right. now because I didn't pay it tw 10 years ago. The majority of us are so lazy that not only will we only make the minimum payment, we won't even get the home equity loan. Right. We'll just throw it on a credit card. <laughs> right. You know, right. and then we'll pay, you know, 18 percent. Yeah. Right. Or whatever the ridiculous rate is. Right. So, yeah. I mean, when. 
that you know we could have a whole nother topic on on revolving credit card debt. Yeah, we can't talk. We can't talk that long. Justin, Justin, uh, Meredith I mean, getting a little just, bit bored over here. Yeah, listen to us anyway. But uh, you know, I think it's super important. I wanted to touch a little bit on refinances today. I know that um, you know, as we always talk about here, and and I'm sure you'll hear uh, you know, on other shows and other things that we do, is that rates are always fluctuating. I know our opinions on it are different, but rates are always fluctuating for the better. Um, right now we're seeing rates kind of settle down again and, and get yeah. to that low point. We kind of saw rates were, you know, real low and then they started ticking back up and then now they're, they're on the top end of that roller coaster ready to head down. And I think that a lot of people are able to take advantage of it, whether you're looking to buy a house, whether you're looking to sell your house and get a new one, whether you're looking to refinance, I think that it's a huge, yeah. huge benefit. So you're saying rates are putting their arms up right now as they crest come mm-hmm. over the crest of the roller coaster. oh yeah your arms are just starting to go up yeah yeah get those get the cameras ready yeah. you're gonna get some fun nice. shots there that's awesome <laughs> all right so but that's good man another episode of live on real estate in the books uh, i'm patrick ali your host cp thanks for hanging out you bet Merritt, jess thanks for hanging out with us you're welcome awesome awesome we'll see you next time